of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Morning Hookup. On ESPN Lincoln. As uh, Lincoln is going to set up their offense, it's Dutzman firing for three. He knocks it home from the top of the key. And the lead's down to 13. It forces an Omaha Scut timeout. I should be scared of him, so. I Elms on the far wing. Crosses over, gets inside, puts it up with the left hand. Foul and one for Lucas Elms. Dribbles through the double team. Searcy gets it ahead. Here's Anderson. Breakaway. Slams it home. Colin Nick with the ball. He finds Bolas down low. Goes up for the two-handed slam. Dak tried to pay him back. That time Bolas was able to gain it and do the two-hand dunk. The big finish. Lincoln High fans getting into it here. Lincoln, Nebraska. Happy Friday. Welcome to the morning hookup, Bill Hux. Will Wilson. I love that. We were able right there. If you guys, if you've never had the chance, there's some great play-by-play stuff going on in this city, and it's right here, either on ESPN or KFOR. Will Wilson, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, uh, Jeff Motes, Tim Bob, all of you guys. You guys got to take the time. If you if you're out and about, and there's games on these stations you got to listen to them we're going to start doing more of that highlighting the great work that you guys do well thanks hooks because you guys do it man you do it it's it's uh thankless it's selfless you go out you cover high school athletics which is huge in this city mm-hmm. whether it be football basketball most i know you guys most does a lot of baseball men's women all the stuff that we do here in this city i mean obviously we're all focused on the huskers and things like that but man Especially when we get moats on here shortly, talking about the um, the talented basketball teams and players in this city right now for hoops. Yeah, I can't wait. You know, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing it. It's something I always wanted to do. So when I got here at radio, it was cool. It was like, oh, my God, I'm going get, to get do play-by-play? Like, that's awesome. Yeah, and you guys are covering the entire city and outside of it a little bit, too. It's not just in our little bubble in Lincoln. You know, you hit Waverly. Yeah, get to some Norris games. You get all over the city, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, well, it's a lot of fun, and it's important because basketball is really good here. They are. In Nebraska this season, I mean, as it always is. So, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of fun. Good stuff. We'll have Moats here in a little bit. He said he'll be giving us a call about 9.05. I just seen him leave the studio. Okay. He's heading to the cop shop. Cool. Uh, for that, so we'll have him here shortly. We're also going to talk Huskers today. Um, we don't talk a lot of recruiting, but I don't think we can deny what's happening right now. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about it. What Coach Rule and staff are doing and continue to do. And where they're at. How active they are. It's a good topic. We'll talk about that today. Get you guys' opinions as well. Husker Hoops, let's preview it. One fifteen tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Another early game. Another early, it's all right. Gives everybody a reason to get up early in the morning. Get going. Do what you got to do. Turn on the TV. Have a little lunch, a little snack. And maybe just, hey. It's Saturday. Have an early cocktail. Oof. Okay? 
I can do that. I yeah, can, I can handle. I'll be on vacation. Saturday so. day drink is okay. Like it's just like it's perfect early. Boom, you get a nap time. Yeah, no laws on Saturday. None except not driving. Don't do That's it. True. Bad. Don't do that ever. That is true. Big Ten Network tomorrow, one fifteen. We'll talk about it. what's trending at ten. We don't know about Doctor Dane Todd. Maybe, maybe not. He is uh, with one of his kids right now. They're getting taken care of. They're, they're, they're in good shape. They're fine. But he's with them. We don't know. We hope everything goes well uh, with Dane and then his daughter. Okay? Yeah. So if we don't have Dane, we'll do what's trending at 10. We'll have our NFL picks. And maybe we could even call him real quick. Just, yeah, maybe we'll just say hi and check up. Just for a few minutes to get his yeah. picks in. Yeah, and... real quick. I'm sure he would oblige us to do that. Yeah, definitely. All right, I think is we got the... Myth, the... the man, the legend is on time today. I, I think we got him. Uh, Jeff Motes? Yes, sir. What up, Motes? Oh, it's, uh, oh, I don't know how to describe the weather today. It's gloomy. It looks like to start out. Hopefully we see some sunshine later. But otherwise, it's a good Friday. Motes, I have to ask you, since you brought up the weather. You've been here, I mean, all your life. You know, I come from a place yeah. that's sunny all the time. Isn't it like, isn't it like, I don't know, we're both 45 years old. I try <laughs> to explain this to Will. Like at our age, we we don't ask for much. We want certain things. Certain things make us happy. The sunshine makes people happy, right? Yeah. You just if, I yeah. don't care if it's twenty five degrees. Just show me the dang sun. Right. You know I don't mind rain. Yeah. I mean I would prefer rain over snow personally. Mm-hmm. But I I don't mind rain. Not all the time. You know maybe a day or two. Okay. You gotta have some sunshine. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, you know, and honestly, I, I don't know if I I try to do this every time because I think there's a real thing when the sun's not, when it's cold and it's the gloomy days. There's seasonal depression that happens around with people, and I feel an oh, obligation. I, I feel an obligation on those days, like today, like hooks, bring some energy. Let's help someone out today. Like it's just different when it feels like that. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're the perfect man to do it. I mean, Woo. yeah, why not? You're you're steering the ship, my friend. Yeah, considering I've only been up like an hour this morning because I messed <laughs> up. Don't you hate that when you sleep through the alarm? Oh, that's uh, a horrible. Feeling. I haven't even especially, told. Especially, it's especially awful. if you work morning radio. Yes, it's awful. It's awful. I'll tell the story later, but we don't want to waste Moses' time. We want to talk hoops, but you are right. And if I, I will just say this before I tell the story in the next segment is the fact that if I'm I'm a weird cat. If I'm 15 minutes off from my normal wake-up time, I feel like I am two days behind. It destroys my day. Yep. Yep. But I'm not going to let it get me down today. Watch. Well, you shouldn't. I'm not going to let it happen. So, hey, Moats, uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, but I was wondering if you could update everybody on kind of your situation here at work. I know you got more things on your plate. Hey, question is, I, before you answer, Motes, what if somebody asks you that question and then you actually go, no, nah, I don't want to, next question? Well, I mean, we could, prob- <laughs> we could probably save it for another time. I mean, I, I do have a lot more responsibility that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it at, a, at an appropriate time, but probably not today. Okay. Boom, boom, there, boom. there you go. He did exactly what you were talking about. He yeah, I think that's okay. I think some people struggle with that sometimes. Motes, it- I wasn't putting you in a bad spot. I'm sorry. I, I apologize if I, I did. I was. Anyway. No, that's that's all right. That's all right. So that's all right. But, He'll be back to the studio soon. And you'll be called to the principal's office. 
I will be. <laughs> hey, Will. Hey, Will. It's it's it, like it'll be one of those conversations. Mo just walks in and he closes the door behind you, and you're like, "Oh crap! I'm I'll, sorry, Mo." I'll just avoid him. I'll avoid him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At all costs, right? Yep. All eye contact. All eye contact neglected. Don't exactly. even get it. Don't even get it. So, all right, man, we got Jeff Motes. We're going to be talking uh, some prep hoops. Uh, we had coverage all over last night uh, between oh, Will Wilson, have- Chris Schmidt, and all that. So let's just go back because and, and talk about it. There were some great games in the city last night. Well, yeah, we have both games at uh, what well, we had uh, the Southwest and Pius game over on uh, right here on ESPN Lincoln and then over on KFOR we had Southeast Lincoln High and both were great games um, and I let, let's talk about the Southeast Lincoln High game is of course Will was doing the play-by-play for it but th- that thing really became a nail-biter late especially in regulation and then um, quite a turn of events that happened in the uh, overtime period where, you know, Lincoln High still had a chance to go for the win and, you know, couldn't hit on a three and and Southeast held on for a four-point win at 61-57. to 57. And, uh, you know, some of the usual guys that you would think would be out there uh, doing the damage scoring-wise for Southeast, you know, they, they were out there. But um, I think it was Dane Guiette who had uh, the team high 19 for Southeast in that win last night. Uh, but, you know, this, this fellas, is a prime example of the city teams beating up on one another. I think that was to be expected mm-hmm. this year uh, because Lincoln High was the Highland Athletic Conference tournament champion. Uh, they've now lost, I believe, this is their third loss yes. since the um, – they won the tournament championship. They won a few other games, of course, but this is a third loss, and it's against the city team. Uh, most recently, they, they fell to Northeast a week ago last night, and then the week before that, it was to North Star. So it, somehow these parallels of playing Thursday night uh, have not bode well for Lincoln High uh, in the scheme of things. But uh, they are, and again, not, not to you know rain on their parade, but you know Lincoln High is still a very good basketball team. And, and Will, I'm sure you can attest to that, uh, seeing them quite a bit this year like I have. And, and Southeast is a team that I thought at the beginning of the year was uh, going to be the team to beat in Lincoln, personally. And, um, and and they're coming around again. They were at 500 at one point, a little bit under 500, and they've won, I believe, two or three in a row now. So uh, Southeast and Lincoln High still playing some pretty good basketball. And, uh, and then you go across town to the game that we had here on ESPN Lincoln with Chris Schmidt and Jeff Smith with um, Southwest and Pius X. Uh, this was kind of a, this was a scheduled game, uh, but it's a kind of a return match from their uh, tournament game in the, in the conference tournament back last month. And, and it was a game where Pius had won as well. But, boy, Tracy Anderson last night really went off. He had 18 points for Pius. And he had a one-handed dunk to seal it with 15 seconds left in the game. And, and Pius really took control in the third quarter. And uh, there was a technical foul assessed, I believe it was against one of the Southwest players, uh, that got picked up for a technical foul. Well, at that point, right before then, is when Anderson converted on a three-point play. And then Jackson Kessler, uh, the senior guard, hit two free throws on the technical foul. And uh, that put Pius ahead for good, and they never trailed from there on out. And I know Southeast, or rather Southwest, rather, um, 
uh, kept chipping away. But uh, I think Pius now, since they started out the season at two and three, I think now they're they're ten and five. You know, Southwest still has a pretty respectable winning record. Uh, and a week ago, uh, you know, the Southwest game uh, that we had over on KFOR at Northstar, that's where they had the the buzzer beater back to back buzzer beater shots. Uh, one to beat the shot clock, and the other one to beat the game clock in uh, in overtime, in which Southwest won. That got a lot of hits on social media from our vantage point. Yes. But, uh, th- again, this is just a, a great time for Lincoln basketball. This is probably one of the more competitive years that we've had on the city landscape in quite a while, where it's really kind of an even keel for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and Moats, it's it's great because. You and I have seen a difference. Fans, There's more fans coming to these games. That game you were calling, you mentioned the buzzer beater. By the way, great video. I mean, that that place was packed. Lincoln High last night, it was packed. It's a lot of fun when, when uh, you know, a lot of Lincoln teams are really good. Yeah, and that's the thing. That That's the common theme. I did the East-Northeast game Tuesday night, and that was a, a pretty good crowd. I think that was almost capacity at East High. Wow. And that was a Tuesday night game. And, and, and East is a ranked team. Northeast is a ratings contender. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people interested in watching these kids play. Um, I, I think it's tremendous. I think it's great for the game uh, at this level, for the kids here in town. And the girls' teams are really good, too, this year. It's the same thing. They're getting pretty good draws. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's just going to get more and more interesting as we go through uh, this weekend, next weekend, around out January, and then we get into February where it's really getting down to crunch time, guys. And, and we're still going to see some good basketball and still some more city teams that will play each other and will continue to probably to beat up on each other, too. Moats, you mentioned Lincoln teams, and I, I put it as, I mean, Lincoln basketball is just a bloodbath in a good way. That's how I explain it. Now, let me ask you this. When was the last time you've seen this? I'm looking at the wild card standings in Class A. The top 12 features all Lincoln teams. Boy, I I could not tell you the last time I ever saw that. When you saw all the Lincoln Class A teams in the top 12, of the wild card points, um, that that's phenomenal. I I think it it speaks volumes on the talent that's been developed at the youth level that's now playing at the high school level here in Lincoln. Um, I also think that there may be a little bit of a wall with some other programs across the state, uh, other than you know your typical Bellevue West and Millard Norths and Millard Souths and. Creighton Preps and West Sides and those teams, uh, but I, I really think uh, this is just tremendous. But as we know, there's only eight teams that can go to the state tournament, right? Um, and and the top eight teams, and I don't have the list in front of me. Will you could probably better tell me than than I can that uh, um, what where the Lincoln teams are in the top eight. And if you were to take the top eight teams today and put them in the state tournament. I would imagine we would probably have at least three, perhaps, teams from Lincoln in the Class A field. You're right. Yeah, right now East is at five, Southwest is at seven, and then uh, Pius is at eight. Okay. So, yeah, if they pick the state tournament today, there would be three Lincoln teams right there in Class A. And then then we look at Class B in the area, Waverly and Norris, 
you look at Class C1, Lincoln Lutheran's been competitive. I think they may be down a little bit on the wild card points. Um, and, and uh, you know, Malcolm's played pretty good this year. And then you go down further to Parkview Christian in D2. I think they're still among the, the top rung of teams there. They're number one. Um, yep. Yeah, they're they're the top team, and and they got beaten the district, in, in not in the district, but the uh, the Mudecas tournament championship uh, mm. last weekend. Wow! And um, you know that doesn't hurt them very much because they played. I think what was it Tri County? I can't remember if they played Tri County in that championship or what. But you know Tri County is a Class C two team, I believe. But mm. uh, you know, but that that just speaks volumes on Lincoln basketball. And and again, Parkview Christians is, is a team. That's going to be considered again among the favorites entering the postseason, and and if they get to the state tournament again, watch out. They're going to be locked and loaded and ready to go to play ball. Jeff uh, Motes, when you look ahead, I mean, it sounds like you guys are describing every night in the Big Ten almost uh, here in Lincoln right now when these teams are playing. Is that um, when you look at you talk about the rankings? Uh, there could be like right now, there's some teams that are pretty darn good that are going to be left out. Is it good or bad? when they're just beating each other up in town? Oh, it, it could be good. It could be bad. Uh, obviously, it could be bad because, mm-hmm. you know, the more losses you accumulate, that's going to hurt you in the point standings. Yeah. But at the same time, you look at how just competitive the Lincoln area is right now, and it's it's fun. It's fun basketball. Um, you know, and it, it's almost like having a Royal Rumble where it's every man, woman, and child mm-hmm. for themselves. Mm-hmm where, you know, you're trying to get to, you want the big prize, and, and that's what it's going to come down to. Not every Lincoln team can uh, qualify for the state tournament uh, unless for some unique reason, you know, the district alignment goes that route, which, you know, at this point is impossible. But you could still probably have another Lincoln team in. If you were to pick the tournament field if things change, you know, if you get one of the other teams that are just outside the top eight that go on a big run, they could move up, and uh, somebody else, you know, maybe in the metro or out, you know, out west around Kearney or wherever, um, that starts to slip a little bit. That Lincoln team that's been on a roll could move up, and yeah, you could maybe have another Lincoln team in the state tournament. You could have four. I think that'd be great. I mm-hmm. think that would speak volumes on where Lincoln basketball has come from after being, you know by a lot of people's estimation, being down for a long time. You know, the the 90s, I mean, Bill, you weren't here in the 90s, and Will, you weren't even a thought yet until about, what, 98. Yep. But, you know, in the 90s, Lincoln basketball, for the boys and even for the girls, was really competitive. You know, and, you know, I played on those Northeast teams that won state championships back then, and, of course, Northeast had four in a row between 95 and 98. But... Ooh. Let's not forget, Southeast was always at the state tournament. Lincoln High was at the state tournament. Lincoln East was at the state tournament. And my senior year, there was one Metro team that made the state tournament, one Metro team, and that was Bellevue West, and they got beaten the first round. (laughs) Outside of that, it came down to us being Northeast, Lincoln High, Southeast, uh, Columbus, and uh, Grand Island was there, too, and I'm trying to remember the other team right offhand uh, that I'm forgetting. Um, and I don't know if it was Fremont. I can't remember. But anyway, after that first day, you just had Lincoln and what was then termed as outstate Nebraska, and the, the balance of power was toward Lincoln. 
uh, and even to some of those teams like Columbus, Norfolk, Grand Island, and Kearney. Uh, North Platte was another team I forgot that made the state tournament that year. It was North Platte. But uh, it just showed you the balance of power. Where it was at, the Metro had been down. They had been riding high for a long time, and they went through a wall of probably two or three years before um, Bellevue West won the state tournament in 2000, and that kind of changed the landscape of things. So, you know, it kind of goes back and forth, but this has been a long stretch where it's been heavily dominated by the Metro, and, and now the Lincoln teams are starting to rise up, and they want to show their power, and they're able to play the game. And I'm kind of curious to see how the final month of the season is going to shape up. We're talking to Jeff Motes. Jeff, I'll tell you one thing that is kind of being underlooked here in this season, and that's the shot clock in Class A. You and I have called a lot of games with the shot clock, and I think it's doing nothing but good things for Class A. Games are moving along, and it's it's making good basketball in the process, too. I would agree, um, and it gets a lot of those kids now that may be D1 prospects or even playing at Division Two or NAIA Division Three levels. Uh, that use shot clocks, uh, better preparation for them to get used to it when they go play in college. You know, not every kid at the high school level is going to do that, but if you get a few that do from, you know, a lot of these schools, then they're going to be prepared for it. I I think of the games I've called this year, there have been only maybe four violations of the shot clock, Hmm. and that's it. Everybody's really been on easy feel and done a good job of working with it. Uh, And now we we find out, uh, I found out officially this week that Class B – uh, is going to institute it, I believe, starting next year. And if you recall in the 2021 state tournament, Bill, I think you went down and watched some of that where mm-hmm. the, the tournament, uh, the Class B bracket that year, saw Beatrice and Elkhorn mm. in the final, and Beatrice won it, was it two or three overtimes? There was only like 40 to 37 yeah. the final. Man, yeah. I mean, they, yes. they were just going the old typical four-corner offense and melting away clock, and they took out teams that like to get up and down the court, you know, in the transition game and use a little bit of up-tempo, it took them out of their element. Well, they use the, the game clock to their advantage. Well, I think that's what really kind of set things into motion to get a shot clock, especially at Class A, instituted. So far, so good for everybody across the state. Now let's see what happens to Class B starting next year. And I know there's a few gyms already at, at the Class B level uh, that have got shot clocks installed on their baskets, Waverly being one of them. They've, they've had a shot clock up on their baskets for probably three or four years now and uh, because they, they see this trend coming, and it, it's, it's bound to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen with the lower levels here in the near future, but it may be something that, that the state and the athletic officials and all the athletic directors tend to look at here maybe after this season or next season. You warmed my heart when you said four corners because you all know. Uh, Dean Smith, baby. Topeka, Kansas native, former Tar Heel coach, the four corners. Every time he threw up the four, you knew it was over. Man, what a what a legend. Hey, Motu, uh, before we get you out of here, what's coming up? Uh, obviously, there's some games coming up this weekend. And then also, well, uh, what do we got covering? Well, tonight we are scheduled to cover Lincoln Lutheran at Bishop Newman. Uh, still trying to finalize some logistics there, and we're going to have that over on KFOR. Uh, nothing here tonight on ESPN Lincoln. we got football tomorrow with uh, the playoffs uh, beginning at 3, and then uh, we'll have that tomorrow over on KFOR as well. We were going to have the Northeast-North Star game tomorrow night, but because with the Chiefs Network coverage tending to end later than scheduled, um, 
we would be looking at maybe the broadcast there ending at about 8. We would be past the first quarter of that point of that Northeast North Star Boys game. So, unfortunately, we had to scrap that. But we do have basketball Tuesday night. We got uh, Lincoln East and Lincoln Southeast on KFOR Tuesday night. That'll be a 720 airtime as we wrap up the month of January. We got a few more games next week. And I know, Will, I need to talk to you about a scheduling change for next weekend that would impact you but still have you involved. So, okay. uh, But we'll let you know next week on what everything looks like for the, the next weekend. And you know what, fellas, only one more month left until districts, and then mm-hmm. before you know it, it's a state tournament. It's going to be fun. Buckle up. Remember what you yeah. said? Yeah, that'll be awesome. Remember what you said about avoiding moats today? You can't now. He just asked you. He needs to talk. Oh. So that's what uh, that's Rats. what the elder do, man. They lure you in. Well, I'll find you. I got to bounce yeah. out kind of quick today, but I'll find you. So, all right, Moats, we appreciate you, my man. Good stuff. Uh, go do yep. your, go do your other responsibility, and we'll see when you get back. And if we don't have a great weekend, you too, fellas. Take care. See Moats. Moats. That's Jeff Moats right there. Good stuff. A lot of good hoops happening right now in this so city. So many good hoops. Like I said, I sound like what well, you were describing, like you guys were describing the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Like, who described the Big Ten? I think I'd put Class A basketball above right? the Big Ten. I mean, it's, yeah. it's that's good basketball day in and day out. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take the break. And when we come back, you know what? We've been talking hoops. Why don't we just go there? Let's talk Nebraska, Penn State. Kind of preview that coming up. One fifteen tomorrow.